Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the Geo Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about where molten rock, magma, comes from. It is very much a misconception that below the crust, that hard rocky layer that we all live on, there is a huge pool of molten rock. And it's not true. The physical properties of the internal structure of our planet is fairly well known. We have the outer layer that we refer to as the crust. Then we have a very thick layer that we call the mantle. And the material of the mantle is a solid, but it's under such great temperatures and pressures that some of that solid material acts like a plastic, like plasticine, if you like, or silly putty. And so under certain conditions, it can flow, but it is still a solid. Then in the very center of our planet is the core. And the core is made up of the inner core, which is basically a solid iron nickel structure, a ball, if you like. And surrounding that is a liquid layer in which that solid metal ball rotates, causing our Earth's magnetic field. So the bulk of the layers that I've just described are solid in nature and there's no great pool of molten rock that could feed up through our crust and create volcanoes. So where does that melting occur and why? Scientists have recognised that the outer layers of our Earth, so the crust and the upper mantle, act as solid, hard, cold rock and it is referred to as the lithosphere. But below the lithosphere, there appears to be a layer that maybe three or 4% of it is molten. And we refer to that thin layer as the asthenosphere. The asthenosphere is important. It's because it's on the asthenosphere that the Earth's tectonic plates can glide and slide around our planet. So what is causing only three or 4% to melt and not the whole thing? Well, that is due to the huge pressure of the overlying rock layers. The weight of those layers is large enough that it can stop rocks from melting. So the rocks are under great heat and under great pressure, which keeps them in a solid or plastic state. So for rocks there to become molten, one of two things needs to take place. Either we reduce the pressure or we add something that causes the rocks to melt at a lower temperature. And this is where plate tectonics process comes in. At the boundaries between large tectonic plates, we can create zones where the pressure on the underlying rocks is reduced. So as two plates move apart, for example, the crust thins and therefore the pressure is reduced at that point and the rocks below those areas can melt, feeding molten material magma up into the crust to fill the gap, if you like, between those moving plates. Likewise, as two plates collide, you can actually get the upbowing of the plates, reducing the pressure and large bodies of molten material forming below the mountain ranges that are formed when the plates collide. So that's ways that pressure can be released. But when one plate is subducted under the other, so a great chunk of oceanic crust is forced under another piece of tectonic plate, 
and down into the mantle, it is taking with it vast amounts of water and water-bearing minerals. And that water acts as a flux, that is, a substance that lowers the melting point of the rocks below. So at subduction zones where one plate is being forced under the other, we find that the addition of water will help melt the rocks, mostly in the upper crust, that will form bodies of molten rock that will erupt and form chains of volcanoes. So the molten rock that feeds the Aleutian Islands, the volcanoes of Japan, um, and the Andes Mountains are all formed in that way. The magma is formed because water has been introduced through the subduction of a tectonic plate that melts the crust and then that material, molten material, magma, makes its way up to the surface and erupts, forming volcanoes. So the one factor that we haven't talked about here is where does the Earth's internal heat come from anyway? Surely after the age of our Earth, billions of years, the planet would have cooled down. Well, there are two things at play here. The first thing is that rocky outer layer, the crust and upper mantle, is a great insulator. So it keeps the internal heat of the Earth inside the planet. But we add to that the natural radioactive decay of minerals, which are constantly producing new heat that keeps the inside of our planet really hot. So that's it for this episode, talking about where magma comes from. But if you're interested in all things about geoscience, then come check us out at GeoEtc. That's G-E-O-E-T-C dot com. But for now, keep on rocking.